Welcome to Into the Deep, a podcast by Gosford Parish, the Shrine of St. John Paul II. Join us each week as we share stories of faith and explore the things Christ is doing in our hearts and maybe in yours. Whether you're new to the faith or have been following Jesus for a long time, you are most welcome here. In the words of St. John Paul II, do not be afraid. Do not be satisfied with mediocrity. Put out into the deep and let down your nets for a cat. Hello everyone, welcome back to Into the Deep. I'm Jamie, your host, and happy Solemnity of Christ the King Sunday. I'm so excited for this episode. Obviously, we're in the midst of our Sacred Stories episodes, and thank you so much for all of the support on those so far. It's been so great, and I'm so excited for you to hear the people that I'll be interviewing in the next few weeks. But like I just said, it's actually a really special Solemnity this weekend in our church that we're celebrating, and so We thought it'd be important to, you know, talk about what actually is this Sunday about? Why is it so important that we recognize Christ as king of the universe, which is what we're celebrating on the weekend? And how can we really like engage with that? What are some practical things that we can do to really celebrate this in our families and in our spiritual lives? And yeah, I'm really excited because it's also International World Youth Day. So obviously there's like the big World Youth Day that actually goes for a week at, um, which was in Portugal this year, but World Youth Day, the day of celebrating youth in our church, um, is actually the same day as Christ the King Sunday, which was changed by Pope Francis. So it's just an exciting day all around. So yeah, I thought it'd be a good one to really dive into, like why is it so important for us to really understand and to know in our hearts that Christ is King over our lives and of the universe. And yeah, like I said, how can we actually live that out? Because Often sometimes I think, you know, like Christmas and Easter, there's a lot of like tangible ways we can get involved during Advent and Lent, but in some of these other feast days and solemnities, it's a little bit harder, I think, to really like engage and know what's going on. So that's exactly what we're going to be doing today. And I'm very excited. So yeah, let's just dive right into this week's episode. Alrighty, everyone. Well, before we get started, I just want to apologize if you can hear two birds chirping in the background. I'm so sorry. They're Father Greg's birds and they're really just not having it with me today. Every time I hit record, they just start going crazy. So I'm so sorry if that's bothering you and I hope it doesn't interfere too much with the quality of the episode. But anyways, let's get into what we're actually talking about today. So we have Christ, the King of the Universe, Lemony, this Sunday maybe today, if you're listening on Sunday. And we've discussed in a few episodes throughout the year, but just a quick reminder, we have feast days in our church and then the next level higher, so more important than a feast day. Obviously not diminishing the importance of feast days, but the next level is a solemnity. And we can maybe hear the word solemn in that word and think it's like, I don't know, more what I thought at least, it's like more of a sad day and, you know, being solemn is like being very reflective and kind of sad I don't know why that's my was my interpretation of it but actually they're just the days where we should be celebrating the most and the most important days for us to really know what it's about and be able to participate it throughout the year so when we talk about Christ the King Slamity I think it's good to give like a context of what it actually stemmed from why this Slamity was created um because it was created in 1925 or instituted by Pope Pius VI in 1925 and the reason for this is if you think about that 
time, 1925, you know, they'd just been out of World War One, and we know obviously like tensions are starting to grow and brew in the world and there was a lot of different wars happening and conflicts happening between countries and also um, there was increasing amounts of secularism within the world as well. So a lot of people were, you know, kind of questioning their faith, falling away from the faith and, you know, kind of not really thinking that perhaps God needed to be at the forefront of their lives or the most important part of their lives. And definitely that perhaps the church was losing its hold on society, I think was the interpretation of a lot of people at this time. And so Pope Pius, he instituted this feast day to kind of respond to that. So there was a lot of like atheism and secularism growing in the world. There was a lot of unrest and conflict between countries and obviously the world had just experienced the first world war so that obviously had that obviously had an impact as well and so the idea was to give catholics and to give people hope that while the governments around them crumbled he wanted to give people this assurance that christ the king shall reign forever so yeah i think the the root of this solemnity evolved from you know this need to remind people of the kingship of jesus you know that He's above all kings and above all nations and prime ministers and governments and people and other ideologies and everything. Like he reigns above all and he is king of all, king of the universe, of every nation. And, you know, when we know that and when we live from that, you know, the peace that that brings us is profound. And so Pope Pius, when he was speaking about this he spoke about this idea that the church calls us to acknowledge christ's kingship with our whole lives and he said he must reign in our minds which should ascend with perfect submission and firm belief to revealed truths and to the doctrines of christ he must reign in our wills which should obey the laws and precepts of god he must reign in our hearts which should spurn natural desires and love god above all things and cleave to him alone and A really important thing for us to note is when we're talking about this idea of allowing God to be king over all of our lives, um, something really beautiful that he really focused on was this idea of acknowledging the reign of Christ, not only privately, but also publicly. And so this solemnity really encourages us to celebrate and live out our faith in public. And that's why you see a lot of like adoration processions and rosary processions that happen outside of the church in like the streets of Sydney and things like that and all across the world on this feast day because it's this reminder to not just allow Christ to rule our hearts in private and in our families which is beautiful and important but that we also need to do that outside of our families and outside of our homes and outside of our church because we need to remind people that don't have the faith that haven't encountered Christ that you know he is still king he is still you know, moving and changing and living in our hearts and in through the Holy Spirit today. And so for, I think for Christians, when often, especially nowadays, I think our faith is obviously in Australia, we have religious freedom, but there's a lot of, um, I think like stigmas and assumptions and it can be really hard for us to outwardly acknowledge our faith. I think everyone in some way might be in a particular friendship or relationship or with a family member or it might be at work or at school or wherever it is I think all of us have probably had experiences where it feels easier to maybe not hide our faith but keep it to ourselves rather than proclaim it publicly 
And I think when that happens a lot of the time publicly, often sometimes we can kind of fall into this habit of like compartmentalizing our lives. You know, we love Jesus in this specific way when we go to church and we love him in our private prayer life maybe. But maybe we don't acknowledge him in our like social lives. Maybe we don't acknowledge him in our work lives. Maybe we, you know, I think the problem when we separate Jesus as like another category of our lives. You know, if I look at my own life, I have, you know, my my work life. I've got uni as kind of another compartment. I have my my relationships and my family members and my friends in a separate compartment. And then I've got, you know, my own private life my spiritual life all of those kind of things like but they're very separated sometimes I find if I'm really not allowing Christ to move in all of those things and that doesn't mean I'm like cramming my faith down people's throats but it's about knowing and being proud of the fact that Christ is reigning over my life I love this quote I think it really simplifies what I'm trying to say and I can't even remember who said it I was at a retreat and the theme of the retreat was um, the Lord of my life you know, and on the first night we were asked the question, is Christ the Lord of your life? And you really had to think about it because I know so many people who on the surface, you hear that question and you say, yes, of course he is. Of course Christ is the Lord of my life. But then you really reflect on that and you're like, well, actually, I kind of keep him out of this area or I kind of box him away when I'm at work, that kind of thing. And you really start to unpack it and realize that maybe he's not and one of the speakers said he's either lord of all or not at all and I really love that like either Jesus is the lord of your life or he's not at all because he doesn't just want a little piece of you he doesn't just want a little piece of your life a little piece of your heart he wants the whole thing and through giving him the whole thing he makes every element so much better like that when I think back to the times in my life where I feel like work has felt the easiest, uni's felt the easiest, my friendships have felt the most fruitful and the easiest, like my family life has, my family relationships have thrived, has been the times where I'm able to hand those things over to God and be like, you know what, you're Lord of my life, you take it and I'm able to work from this overflow of his love rather than trying to empty out myself in all these different areas. So you know, Jesus doesn't just ask to be Lord of your life because he wants to be in control. It's because he knows not only is it his rightful place as your as your king, but also he knows that it's actually what's best for you and he wants what's best for you. He wants what's best for your heart. When we declare the solemnity of Christ the King, we declare to the world and also remind ourselves that Jesus is the Lord of the church and of the entire universe. And another aspect of the feast day is it also reminds us of the way that Jesus is king so if you've heard of the term servant leadership before that's really modeled in the way that he leads and led when you unpack the gospels you know all of us who have any kind of authority on earth are called to rule with the humility gentleness and loving service that Christ did and so when we reflect on his kingship I think that's really a beautiful reminder of us of considering the way that Jesus leads And the way that maybe we can be called to, whether it's leading our families and our children, or maybe it's our, um, maybe it's in a like school role or in a work environment, wherever we're called to lead, really looking at the way that Jesus 
lived out his life as a servant king am i doing the same thing in my life is my leadership also servant leadership so i think this feast day gives us plenty of opportunities to really consider one is jesus actually lord of my life do i actually live like he is the king of all king of the universe and two in situations where i am the leader am i really leading people the way that jesus did am i taking that example of servant leadership and putting it into my own life in the name of the father and the son and the holy spirit amen lord have mercy on us christ have mercy on us lord have mercy on us god our heavenly father who has made firm for all ages your son's throne have mercy on us god the son jesus christ our victim high priest, true prophet and sovereign king, have mercy on us. Holy Trinity, three persons yet one God in the beauty of your eternal unity, have mercy on us. O Jesus, our eternal King, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, most merciful King, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, extending to us the golden scepter of your mercy, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, in whose great mercy we have been given the sacrament of confession, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, loving King, who offers us your healing grace, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, the King foretold by the prophets, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, King of heaven and earth, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, King and ruler of all nations, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, King most compassionate toward your subjects, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, King from whom proceeds all authority, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, King whose kingdom is not of this world, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, King whose sacred heart burns with love for all mankind, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, King who is beginning and end, the Alpha and Omega, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, King who will come upon the clouds of heaven with power and great glory, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, King truly present in the most blessed sacrament, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, King whose throne we are to approach with confidence, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, King who made Mary co-redemptrix, your partner in the plan of salvation, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, King who desires to heal us of all division and disunity, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, King wounded by mankind's indifference, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, King who gives the balm of your love with which to console your wounded heart, reign in our hearts. O Jesus, King who is the great I am within us, our wellspring of pure delight, reign in our hearts. Jesus, King of all nations, true sovereignty of all earthly powers, may we serve you. Jesus, King of all nations, subjecting under your feet forever the powers of hell, may we serve you. Jesus, King of all nations, the light beyond all light, enlightening us in the darkness that surrounds us, may we serve you. Jesus, King of all nations, whose mercy is so great as to mitigate the punishments our sins deserve, may we serve you. Jesus, King of all nations, recognized by the Magi as the true King, may we serve you. Jesus, King of all nations, the only remedy for a world so ill, may we serve you. Jesus, King of all nations, who blesses with peace those souls and nations that acknowledge you as true King, may we serve you.
Jesus, King of all nations, who mercifully send us your holy angels to protect us, may we serve you. Jesus, King of all nations, who teaches us that to reign is to serve, may we serve you. Jesus, King of all nations, before whom every knee shall bend, may we serve you. Jesus, King of all nations, Lamb who will shepherd us, may we serve you. Jesus, King of all nations, who after having destroyed every sovereignty, authority and power, will hand over the kingdom to your God and Father, may we serve you. Jesus, King of all nations, whose reign is without end, may we serve you. Jesus, King of all nations, whose kindness towards us is steadfast and whose fidelity endures forever, may we serve you. Eternal Father, who has given us your only begotten Son to be our Redeemer, one true mediator and sovereign King, we praise and thank you. Loving Jesus, sovereign King, who humbled yourself for love of us and took the form of a servant, we praise and thank you. Holy Spirit, third person of the Trinity, love of the Father and the Son, who sanctifies us and gives us life, we praise and thank you. Mary, our Queen and Mother, who mediates to Jesus on our behalf, pray for us. Mary, our Queen and Mother, through whom all grace comes to us, pray for us. Mary, our Queen and Mother, singular jewel of the Holy Trinity, we love you. Holy angels and saints of our divine King, pray for us and protect us. Amen. In the name of the Father, and the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Amen. Amen, everyone. Happy Solemnity of Christ the King. Christ is King of all kings. He is King of the universe. He is in control, and we just need to surrender to him. And I think that's a great question to ask yourself this weekend. If you don't listen to my songs or don't take my prayer suggestions, which is totally your free will. Um, The one thing I really encourage you to ask is Lord Jesus Christ, Lord of your life, because he is Lord of all or not at all. And I really believe that to be true. So what areas is he inviting you so patiently, so gently? He's pursuing you so kindly. In what areas of your life can you really allow him to enter and become king over? whether it's your your job maybe or a situation that's really like hurting your heart or a friendship, relationship, uh, those that are in the HSC, maybe it's your HSC marks, maybe it's something at work. Whatever it is, Jesus is so good and he longs to be king over your whole heart, over your whole life. And so the real question is not does he want to be king, but really are you going to let him be king of your life? And yeah, God bless everyone. Let's celebrate together. Very exciting weekend. And yeah, we'll be back in your ears next week. Back with another interview with a beautiful guest. So stay tuned for that. See you next week.